0: Hello, my friends. I am Rob here at the podcasting center of An Honest Wizard, and I thought I'd chat for the eighth bonus episode in honor of us reaching episode 80. Uh, I thought I would share a little something with you. Uh, I have run a a successful uh, public game at my local hobby shop, which is Chimera Hobbies in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. And I like to do the occasional public game there to try to draw in new players and give the community a little something to look forward to and have fun with together. So I made a game, a fifth edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure called Little Shop of Wonders. It's not quite the same as Little Shop of Horrors. It's not a parody of it. It's actually a proper magical pawn shop that the group is tasked to tend while the owner is out on business. So I have all kinds of fun and challenging encounters that are appropriate for people who are trying to run a magical pawn shop, the buying and selling of magical items, as well as all the quirks that might come up Uh, from a shop in terms of odd items that are owned, the ability to buy and sell and make a profit from the things that people might bring in from adventures and what for, and also of course to be on the guard from grifters and thieves. So, for this game I basically created the shop and I created my own shop, and I created a list of 100 magical and not as magical items. Um, The adventure was loosely based around a one-page adventure that came in the box at Greyhawk Adventures way back in the day. And it had a collection of these one-page adventures, which were cool. Uh, printed front and back and and you know they had a nice layout and everything and I took the idea and I scrapped most of that adventure <laughs> so instead I, f- I created the shop using 3d dungeoning th- stuff but to really make it live and breathe I packed it full of magical items so what I thought I would do for this as a bonus is read to you the list of the magical items and you can hopefully they would capture your imagination and make you kind of wonder what some of this stuff does that was my hope is to get everybody to you know just really be smitten with the desire to want to see what all of this stuff is and what it could do and for the most part i think it succeeded the, the group was curious uh, unfortunately i learned one thing modern education doesn't teach cursive writing Because I took my calligraphy pens and I very neatly made the list of the inventory as far as grouping it and putting all the prices and everything. And I had several of the younger people who came said they couldn't read it. All that joined up lettering and all that. So I'm going to read to you what the items are and I'll make this offer. If any of you are curious about some of these, these are all things that I plan on... uh, uh, Basically, creating and statting out for a future video series that I'm uh, getting ready to do called Surrender the Booty, talking about the the adventures, uh, odds and ends that you might find that don't necessarily fit into any of the books, things that I create largely. But here we go. These are a list of various items that are available. Underneath the counter, the more potent items, uh, the Mace of Radiance, the Tome of Barsoom, the Dagger of Shadows, the Sword of Scintillation, the Wand of Mastery, the Flaming Sword of Fury, the Scroll of Resurrection. That one is actually a scroll with a resurrection spell on it. It Still sells for 5,000 gold. Uh, The Phylactery of the Unknown Archmage, phylacteries are fun. The Omelette of Ultimate Power, not amulet, omelette, as in the egg product. They've actually uh, played around with that one. They pulled it out and put it on the counter, and it's an honest-to-goodness omelette. But it is very magical. Uh, The Monocle of Devastating Force. The. Rapier of the Master. It's a very nice rapier. So, those are the items that are directly under the counter that are too valuable or too powerful to leave out in the shop. On the front table, directly in front of the door, is a miniature orrery. An orrery is a usually a metal sculpture of the way celestial bodies work, and showing gives them the ability to move in position around uh, the celestial sphere. They orient themselves to uh, an everlasting flower, a portable shadow, vision tablets, a box of elegant chocolate. I had some people who are interested in that one. It sells for seventy-five gold, though. So. A uh, miniature ballista, a knife of returning, uh, a captive pixie, uh, which they have orders to feed daily, a clockwork pseudo dragon, a tablet of birdsong, a sounding stone, and a gelatin mold, which they also have orders to feed daily. To take on the gelatinous cube mixed with an immobile mold. Fun times. On the table, off to the side, in a potions rack, they had a vial of troll blood, potion of enragement, a potion of wonderment, a vial of drow perfume, a jar of gold leaf sap, a jar of searing sap, a potion of healing, chunky, a potion of healing slowy a vial of blue dragon blood a potion or a phial of enlightenment a jar of tobacco of blindness a phial of essential water a vial of illithid ink a vial of kraken or of harpy's screams a shaker of crystalline death A potion of the bull, a potion of force, a potion of the sky, a vial full of tarik, which is an exotic spice but is also magical, a potion of flame blood, a potion of thunderbolts, and a vial of kraken's breath on the table opposite it. There is mostly clothing items. The face of jadi, which is a uh, copper death mask. There were a pair of mermaid slippers, but my group actually managed to sell them. Made a tidy profit off of them, too. A uh, seashell of distant shores. A mithril coif. That's uh, the chain hood. Chainmail hood. A uh, vest of bravery. The spectacles of relief. The Wig of Comradeship. The Parasol of Dueling. The Hat of Wonderment. The Circlet of the Final Word. The Cap of Celebrity. The Mittens of the Manticore. The Heretic's Cowl. The uh, Howard's Handy Haversack. Not Hewards, that's Howard's. Mage Mittens the Amulet of Bursting, the Scarf of the Time Master, the Ears of Elvenkind, and the Bathing Garment of the Nymph. In a chest sealed away, uh, relatively harmless items, the Chilling Goblet, the Message Stones, uh, the Lusterless Diamond, the Lizard Man's Skull, Skeleton Key, Darren's Instant Ice Shanty, the Spiral Alicorn, the Comb of Entrancement, the Balls of Proficient Juggling, the Rope of the Serpent, the Semi-Portable Hole, and the Map of the plains. Freestanding in the Shop. There is Bob, the one-armed mechanical owl bear. It's not for sale, by the way. One of the only things in the shop that isn't. Uh, they actually charge a gold piece for you to go dueling with Bob, who will try his best to savage you and knock you down. Uh, beating him is a sign of great prowess. In his beak is the Stone of Weather Mastery, and that is the prize for a person who can beat Bob. Uh, there is also a suit of gnomish-powered armor. Yes, in a Dungeons & Dragons game. Which is oh, draped over it is the leather armor of roguery. It has the archmage gauntlets over its hands. The mirror shield of empowerment tucked under its arm. And the lightning javelin in its fist. Finally, we have in the second sealed chest, and these are uh, Be Very Careful is on the list. Uh, the Arrow of Lobin Roxley, The Storm Orb, The Jar of the Blackest Soul, Calamity Hammer, The Rosette of Rioting, The Cask of Liquid Nightmares, The Lodestone, A Symbol of St. Bartholomew, The Metronome of Panic, The Wand of Faux Pause, the Necromancer's Toolkit, the Tools of Barabar of Neriel, and Vandersank's Gift, which is actually a Scourge. Finally in the drawer, behind the counter, there is also the Multiplying Caltrips, uh, the Shard of Daylight, and a Ring of Protection. The Ring of Protection is one of the few items that you can actually find in the Dungeon Master's book. Almost all the rest of them are unique, or ones that I have tweaked in some way, shape, or form. If you are interested in any of them, I would recommend, number one, leaving me a message, because that would be nice. Number two, uh, you could send me an email fired off to my email address, which is omnisci, O-M-N-U-S-I, @att.net. Or, finally, you can pay attention to the Lair of Omnisai channel, and eventually I will have those Surrender the Booties uh, coming out, where I will highlight different uh, not-so-common, but-not-so-powerful magical items that fill in the gaps in a magical world uh, and uh, try to make things a bit more magical and interesting more so than just saying you have a plus one sword adding a bit more color and making it something that your players will really enjoy or think of clever ways to use so that you can get more use out of a common item so that's my bonus for today and i hope you've enjoyed it and i hope your imaginations are buzzing with all of these items and thinking about different ones that you would like for your characters or ones that you dislike, explained and uh, to learn their powers thank you for joining me i do appreciate you and i hope that this finds you in good spirits good health and a good game thank you and we'll see you next time i decide to crawl in front of the internet and make a podcast farewell